When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit PlanetBroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. As well as the Making Star Wars Podcast Network. Just a quick little note that due to a compressor issue, there is some light clicking occasionally during this episode. We've sent the old compressor back and the new one is promised to keep us click free. I hope it doesn't affect your enjoyment of the episode too much. And don't forget, it's also up in full video at youtube.com forward slash Steel Wars. Thanks so much. And on with that show. Hey, you guys, welcome to the Steel Wars Hyper Chat. I am Steel Saunders, and I do love Star Wars. And for the next hour or so, we'll be taking your calls and chatting all things Star Wars. And you can call in on 646 668 if you are international at a plus one for the Skype, that is the cheapest way to do it. And we'll also be checking out the chat room if you are chatting live on youtube.com, which I normally wouldn't encourage people to get in live chats on youtube.com, but we've, we've got it locked down. We're hoping it's going to be pretty good. Our guest, returning guest. Love this guy from the Rogue Rebels, from makingstarwars.net. Now this is podcasting. It is the karate master himself, Sal Perales. What's up, buddy? I love this talk show setup you got right now. Nice. I'm so excited. <laughs> and our other guest, who may or may not be this excited, we don't know, but she is from the Rebel Girl podcast. It is Space Jess. How you doing, buddy? Hey, great. Thanks for having me. What's going on? Now, Sal... You, you, you limped in, buddy. What's going on? What's wrong I with did. you? Is this a karate accident, or you, was, you got you got like a Sith take you down? Yeah, no, it was a it was a uh, Father's Day slash skateboard accident. So yeah, I'm a little. Uh, it's gonna take me. I need a, I need some Bacta. If anybody's got some Bacta, <laughs> send me some nice Bacta patches, a nice little uh, pod to jump into. You know, old dude in a cloak to just wait on me. Yeah, that would be really nice. Uh, get me back on my feet soon. That way I can get my Jedi karateness back in action did you get a skateboard for father's day no axel had one and i took them to the park because i wanted to spend some time with my kids and then i hurt myself okay so for father's day you got a reality check about how it was awesome yeah until i I fell down i couldn't really get up i grew up skateboarding like i went like i I was like the cell paralysis of skateboarding me too and uh, after a while you realize that it is not for your body anymore it's not like star wars where like like when you watch star wars it reminds you of when you were young yeah, yeah. and when you skateboard now it reminds you of how old you are i i was like i was getting my stuff back i was like dude i can still do an ollie not that high but i can still do an ollie <laughs> then i started like I, I can almost kick flip i almost have my kick flip back and then i couldn't get up <laughs> <laughs> um oh uh, our buddy uh jason ward so 
he's um he teased a bit of a bit of Star Wars news today. You, have you heard any whispers of that? I missed it. Talk okay. to me. Well, I can't say much. I, I'm, I'm waiting for Jason to get in touch, but okay. Uh, okay. it could uh, mm, it, it, it could be quite a uh, an interesting development. And uh, although he's not ready to talk, we've got Rashad from the World Communication Podcast. He's doing vision switching juicer. Hey, doing Rashad? I'm good. I um, I'm sorry. You, you're you're off camera, which I'm not sorry about. This is the nature of the beast, but. You, I did say to you over the week that I bought you a microphone stand. You did, but now you're just holding the microphone. I am the stand. Yeah. Well, it's it's the DIY approach we've got here. So, um, did you purchase me? Did I miss something? I, I did purchase you a microphone stand. Right. And you did seem rather. I was excited. You seemed rather impressed. I was. Yeah. But unfortunately, I accidentally sent back one of the other microphone stands because uh. I bought all this stuff from Amazon and then I didn't need half of it. So As you do. So next mm-hmm. week, I'll order you a mic stand. I'm really excited. And I'll, I don't know, send your seat somewhere or something. It'll just be a continual just leaving you in the lurch. But we'll get there, Rashad. I'm excited. Nice. Journey. It is half the battle. Now, in the chat room... On uh, YouTube, we have got the Canobite Dispatchers, Emily Lind, monitoring things. How are you doing, Emily? I'm good, Steele. How are you doing? Oh, my God. How is it how you talked without a technical hiccup? This is so far... I, why did I mention it? Producer Rashad is, is, is going ixnay on the, uh, on the technical difficulty. Um, what's happening? Is uh, we got much uh, chatter yet? Have we got any, uh, any topics that people want covered? Not yet, but the chat room is starting to fill up. We've got some old familiar faces in there. Rusty's in there. King Tom's in there. Molly, who was guest on the last show. So it looks like we're going to have some good chat coming up. Excellent. Well, uh, keep chatting. And Emily will be uh, picking out some comments or some questions and that we'll react to later on. So that's, that's pretty fun. I will talk to you then, Emily. All righty. Nice. Uh, in Wars news, let's do a bit of sizzle first. Uh, on this is the Hype Chat Show, it's brand new, it's our little chat show, but we do interviews every second week now. And our latest one up, I'm not sure if you checked it out, you guys, but it's with Details, who's a uh, creature performer on all the Disney Star Wars films, and he's reporting in about his character, which Quay Tolsite. I, I can't. I can't remember that yet. But Pike. he he's the Pike. Yeah. That um is running that Kessel Mine and details is someone as hyped up as Star Wars about us as us like on the Star Wars set. That mm-hmm. is details. Mm-hmm. And this is the fourth uh, movie he's been on, and he's done a podcast with us for everyone. And you can watch this one on YouTube, or you can get the uh, audio version. And it's just. It's sheer bliss. If you're feeling a bit down about Star Wars and Star Wars fandom, this dude is just a joy to... Uh, Rashad, are you you're doing a little okay thing? Is that an okay for the podcast or what? I was on the details episode. It was a chef's kiss. It was great. Okay, nice. For... <laughs> More commenting with you from now on. <laughs> see, that, see that list? Chef's kiss. <laughs> the food is really good, I think. So... Uh... What did you make? Ribs the other day? Mwah. Very, very did nice. I do, it, I, did I do it right? I also want to give a 
Quick shout out to a few people that helped me out getting uh, some technical info for this whole thing. Eric Struthers, uh, Randy Laguduche, uh, the guys from the Black Series Rebels YouTube channel, and also uh, director Neil Johnson actually donated this screen. So that's pretty good. Uh, I'm not sure how well it shows up on camera at the moment. We've got to work out some contrast. So next week I've got to thank someone for their contrast um, you know, sort of thing. Jess, what sort of Star Wars week did you have? Star Wars week? Yeah. <laughs> it was a Twitter Star Wars week. A Twitter. A Twitter Star Wars yeah, week. Yeah, I can put it that way. Okay. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll get to some tweets. Uh, if you want to support the podcast, you can uh, sign up on Patreon, the content club, and for $1, you get every been made uh, ad free with one bonus episode a month and for three dollars you get the entire gamut of all the bonus shows we've ever done and continue to do including we're going to do a little exclusive video and audio thing at the end of this so little q a with everyone Sweet. on hold uh let's go to some tweets uh, uh, this is something i want to try out it's just like covering the news through tweets okay. because i i feel like a lot of people that listen to podcasts and stuff, they mightn't have a lot of time to be following the chatter on Twitter. So I'm sort of highlighting five or six key tweets of the week. Tweets of the week. Pretty like good, it. yeah? Okay. Like uh, this one from uh, Phil. I've never seen this. I've never said this guy's name out loud. Uh, Sozstack. He, uh, he does those Art of Star Wars books okay. uh, at Lucasfilm. And uh, he chimed in after watching last week, uh, reading this back in 2000 made me unbearably sad and still does. Listening to Steel Saunders's excellent hyper chat with Star Wars Explained and Molly Dameron yesterday inspired me to seek the tweet and retweet this quote. Um, the quote is from George Lucas saying, why would I make more Star Wars films when everyone yells at you all the time and says that you're a terrible person? And that was George Lucas to the New York Times in 2012. Very timely to bring that one up because I think, you know, there's a lot of people unhappy with, you know, the current state of Lucasfilm and stuff. And, and for whatever, some reasons I find justified and obviously some reasons I find uh, just, just plain evil. But this is what happened is the, the fan sort of demanding and, and, and the the outrage and the hyperbole of, you know, George Lucas did this to my childhood, you ran him off. He doesn't want to come back. And, like, seeing that this is all happening all over again, worse this time, yeah, he's definitely not coming back. I like, wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. Why would you? Yeah, serious. Yeah. Like, I was speaking to someone the other day, and I know this is something close to your heart, about a, a pretty prominent um, lady director that had met with Lucasfilm. And I'm not sure if it's going to come out or not from what I heard, but why would you want to, do, like, why would you just go do Star Trek? Do you know what I mean? Make that your own. Literally anything else. <laughs> yeah, and then you don't do this whole, like, thing. Yeah. Uh, wh wh why, I guess, maybe to people that have not, and your podcast is so good, Rebel Girl, if you uh, are not listening, if you're a guy and you're not listening to at least one female-hosted podcast about Star Wars, get on it. 
just to get that opposing view. But what, why is that? Like, you know, because it's sort of like, oh, why does it matter if there's a woman director? Why, why does it matter if there's a woman director? Because women have different perspectives than men. <laughs> and I guess views, like just it from a directorial perspective. Um, yeah, that's basically it. <laughs> yeah. And it doesn't have to be an opposing viewpoint. It can be in harmony with maybe just something as a man you haven't noticed or paid attention to just because of, you know, natural blind spots. It happens. We all have them. <laughs> yeah, just certain perspectives and the way things are thought of. Yeah. Like, because Claudia Gray, the, the author, you know, she's pumped out three killer yeah. Star Wars books. Mm -hmm. yeah. And... Like, I was just like, why wouldn't we want, like, those books sort of expanded a whole new sort of way to talk about Star Wars and stuff. And, you know, even with, like, the DC films and Patty Jenkins, mm -hmm. like, she made the best one. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So. <laughs> yeah. And also, I just think there's really great female characters in Star Wars, and they've all been written and directed by men. I think it's high time we had a woman come in and share, like, how she feels Ray and Leia and Rose and all these all these great female characters should be just maybe not necessarily like directed but just what more could you bring to the table that would make these characters even more deep and rich than mm. they have been and a man doesn't necessarily have that insight <laughs> yeah it's not that he wouldn't do a good job with um, directing these characters I feel like we've had great directors um, in the past with Star Wars but and it's also that thing with, like, if you're going to do so many films. Yeah, there's plenty of room for it. Yeah, like, <laughs> mm -hmm. like the superhero thing is so flooded. Yeah. But then when you had, like, Black Panther, which yeah. sort of came from, you know, a different background of creation, and, and then, like, Wonder Woman, it refreshed the whole genre, yeah. and it, like, made the whole thing exciting again. So, you know, if you can do that with Star Wars and maybe tell a story in a slightly different way, why not? Yeah. You know? Why not? Uh, what else have we got in the tweets? Okay. So there's been a lot of discussion about this fan discourse and, uh, you know, Ryan Johnson called a few people man babies <laughs> and many of us went, yes, <laughs> nailed. Now, and Johnson, if you think Ryan Johnson is fans, oh, my God, you fragile person. Like the amount of abuse that guy's taken with pretty decent cheer yeah. is you know, and it's it's that thing of like, if someone painted a painting you didn't like, would you like? Would you be angry at them? Like, <laughs> what's the deal? If it was a Star Wars painting, maybe. I guess. <laughs> I guess. But um, Chris Taylor from Mashable that wrote that awesome book uh, when Star Wars conquered the universe, which is uh, highly recommended. Chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. Oh, right. I did it by accident. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, 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 that's produced. Art's mm -hmm. influence on Look us. That, dude. Look at that, dude. that directorial insight. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> so he, um, new book, that you know, the James Cameron science fiction series, which has sort of been talked about, but I don't even know how to watch it really. But they released a book of all the interviews, which sounds like apparently the George Lucas one goes for 40 pages. So I'm going to be checking that out. But Chris Taylor tweeted this awesome breach of copyright on Twitter. I'm sure it's fine. It's promoting. Sizzle. Uh, no one go after Chris Taylor. He's a great man. He lives in uh, San Francisco and he's very pleasant. I met him at the uh, solo premiere and I was a little bit, um, a bit of a flutter. <laughs> I think I got a bit of a crush on that English accent. But uh, George Lucas. So this, this is why I want to bring this up because 
people always like Star Wars is not about this. Star Wars is not about that. You know, Star Wars is never about just diversity. Do you know what I mean? Uh, George Lucas invented this, from what I know, mm-hmm. right? So this. I kept having that Fox, especially when we got into the toy part of it. I knew that when they do action figures of Prince, I, I insisted do action figures of Princess Leia. When you've got them lined up, the main character, for God's sake. It was about just convincing people. You say white privilege, but there's really male privilege. Male privilege is even worse because it's tied up with your libido and your self-esteem and all this other stuff. And it cut and it cuts across all the races. For some reason in America, maleness is a big issue. Does George Lucas not know what Star Wars is about? <laughs> what do you think? I mean, he's <laughs> like <laughs> Just look at it. Just look at let's look at Twitter in the last month or you, forever. Look at the prequel. Look at everything happened in Star Wars from the fans, and look at those fans, and then be like, "That dude knows what he's talking about." <laughs> uh, if anyone's on hold, chime in on this. Just hit one on your dial, little touch screen thing, and uh, I will hit you. Okay, let's go to six one nine. Who are you, and where are you calling from? Uh, I'm Paul, a colleague from San Diego. Hey, Paul, what's going on? What's on your mind? So, hey, um, somebody should send us uh, that code to the guys at uh, RFR, and they'll bash uh, Lucas again. They're gonna call for the manager again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and um, by the way, I uh, started listening to um, Jess's and uh, Amanda's podcast two days ago, and. Uh, I'm really enjoying the different perspective, even though I disagree with, uh, like, especially their TLJ episode. I disagree with some of them. Oh. Rebel like squirrel. <laughs> but I, I don't know, but sometimes I like, if, if I respect the voice and where, if it's coming from, like, a sane place, I, I'm happy to hear an opposing opinion, like, about a film. If, if it's, like, well thought out, that always helps me, like, work out, I, I guess maybe defend my opinions better because like then i hear the opposing yeah. points and i'm like mm-hmm. oh yeah maybe that is you know i love debating yeah 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 and <laughs> oh, I'm, I know. I'm really good at it right <laughs> so why not we should get suits and go do competitions star wars debate oh Word. my god I, think, um, <laughs> I actually think i'm doing debate at comic-con oh my god so uh, it's the yeah. best it's gonna be good sorry paul keep going i like your idea when um you, when you invited um What's his name? Jimmy Mack for the for an interview, and then um, I, uh, it's a it's a shame that he declined. Yeah, I. Do you know what I mean? As I said on the last episode, I invited him on. He declined, and I don't know. I kind of think, from his point of view, it's a good call not to. Yeah. Because <laughs> I like I yeah. I feel like we're in the right. Seen those debate team photos? Of you. <laughs> yeah, dude. I uh, yeah. He's doing, a, he's doing an MA, uh, ask me anything on this uh, page right now. So, oh, really? Right, right now, right now? Okay. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Ask him to call it. It's uh, 646-668-8360. Anything else in your mind? And, um, yeah, I really want to thank um, you guys and uh, the network you're in, uh, the especially the. I also started listening to Jason Ward's podcast. Nice, and um, I'm, I love that. Uh, I love the five-hour 
thing that you that he did, and uh, it sucks that you weren't there. <laughs> Dude, if, 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 if you knew what time of those shows, I'm quite happy I wasn't five hour one. I know. Because uh, oh, yeah? I, I think the one that went up today was maybe three hours and it finished at about four in the morning. So mm. it is, uh, yeah, but oh. it is a very good And uh, if you've heard today's one, it goes, if you're a fan of Corey, it's, uh, it's, he, he, he really am. shines. He really shines. So that's on uh, Making Star Wars Announces Podcasting. Yeah, I was listening before, uh, before uh, this live stream started. So. Ah, tight. Uh, well, uh Keep calling in, man. And you're going to be at San Diego Comic Con. Uh, yeah. Are you going to sh- do a show here? Maybe. 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 Look at that sizzle. Okay. I'll keep my uh, I'll keep my ears to the ground, and and hopefully you you do a show, and then I'll be there. Nice. Love to meet you, man. All right. Uh, don't be a stranger. Keep calling. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Thank you, Phil. Cheers. All right. We've got someone else that wants to chime in on this. Two six. Who are you, and where you're calling from? Hello. Hi. Hey, hello. This is David Spencer living in Los Angeles. Long time no talk seal. How are you guys doing? I'm good, David. Not a ton. You know, just have had a uh, complex uh, couple of weeks as a Star Wars fan. I've been uh, really uh, having to rethink I don't know, not having to, but I've been kind of finding myself in a position where I'm rethinking who I want to be as a fan, who I want to interact with as a fan, the communities I'm in. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, I don't know how much you guys are experiencing this, but I definitely have been kind of in a place over the last six months, seeing as I like have different feelings and priorities with some vocal uh, members of communities, some communities that I've been listening to for 12 years and have had to really, I don't know, change, uh, change who I want to represent myself as. I don't know if that's uh, something you guys have been facing as well, but it it really has been a big deal for me is, uh, you know, kind of having to totally rethink who I am as a Star Wars fan, you know? Now, David, you are a huge prequels fan. Yeah. Yes, I am. Ha ha. He does remember. Yeah. years ago yeah david came on <laughs> david podcast and i'd be interested i i'm gonna listen back to that episode david do you remember what episode number that was number 66 i remember locking that in my brain because i got i got episode 66 yeah. i was so happy so i did an 66. awful 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 job <laughs> <laughs> oh no we had a good time what what do you make of this i, I we sort of had like a bit of a pre- Debate on the show, and it was all in good fun. Yeah, and so you're kind of used to being a fan of something, and you know, having it bashed on the internet. This is like common ground for you, but it seems like revved up with uh, some slightly different types of um, influence. How, how have you found this time around yeah. with like the, the the films that you love? You know, being criticised so heavily on the internet. Yeah, well, I mean, I am, like, head over heels in love with The Last Jedi. I, like, I, some days I'm tempted to call that my favorite Star Wars movie, but I resist that because I feel like it's a recency bias. So I, I <laughs> slot it in at number two, but it's definitely something. I, 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 I David, you that. calibrate your enthusiasm. That's fantastic. 
<laughs> well, it's interesting because you know I think uh, I'm I'm uh, 26. I'm a, I'm on the the prequel era of Star Wars fandom, and I I feel like I came into fandom right after like the big boom of expanded universe and all the books and all of the the ways to get really into the universe, and I think. I've been realizing more and more that when I first started trying to join, you know, online communities, start getting into there, there was always that aspect of, A, I unabashedly enjoy a lot about the prequels. And I'm still at a point where I think prequels have mistakes, but they have value too. Um, but I think uh, there was always that part where I'm like, well, I didn't have all the book knowledge. I never had a chance to like, it's so much homework to try to get caught up. And is it worth it doing that quote unquote homework just to feel like a legitimate Star Wars fan? And that, I mean, I know it's a really, really, uh, it can be an overly used word, but I think it's apt that kind of gatekeeping mentality. And it's shocking how that is like really cropped up again over like not just the release of The Last Jedi, but like the way people talk about Solo as well, where it was just, like, I don't know, it was it was this whole mentality of of people saying that you are or you aren't a Star Wars fan because of this opinion or that opinion. And uh, it's... I, I tell you the weirdest thing about that, Astro and David, the weirdest thing about that is people calling you not a real Star Wars fan because they can't comprehend you liking a film. Like, like <laughs> it, it is this weird thing that for certain people... The only way they can sort of come to terms with someone like myself liking The Last Jedi is that someone's paying me. Like, that's the only way they can conceive it. And, like, well, they're getting value for money because all my views, <laughs> I, I can flush them off half an hour. And, and, and much like when we had David, you could go deep on your prequel prey. Like, like, I'm sure if, if you listen to this one, Sal, you'll be cheering all the way. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Uh, also, as a... Uh, Except when I absolutely David in the debate. It's, it's horrible. As he, a, he ends I, up... You, you, you I saw your suit, did. dude. I saw I, your debate suit. I, I was, have no idea how to hold up in a conversation. Absolutely. I got completely burned in that debate. <laughs> I, I still have my own opinions. But, I mean, if, if, we're, if we're adding up points there, I probably didn't have a lot. <laughs> I, I just win <laughs> that uh, as somebody who wasn't on the internet in the prequel days, I will say that I think as a fan of Rebels, pain. Oh, as, <laughs> Sorry. A, as a fan of Rebels, you get the same. Uh... Yeah, well, and here's yeah. one of the really interesting things to me as well about, like, I think I started to realize more and more that, like, Star Wars being such a broad franchise can do so many different things for so many different people. And I have to be honest, Solo was not my favorite. That's I, I had a really hard time staying engaged with Solo. And I think coming out of it, what I thought was, okay, I think the aspects of Star Wars that I like are when it goes bold, it goes philosophical, it goes crazy different. I've always said, like, in my taste of anything, that I appreciate an ambitious mess more than something competently made that I've seen a hundred times before. And so for me, I was like, okay, I wasn't into Solo, but you know what? 
that's okay because it checked off a lot of those boxes that other Star Wars fans want. I get some movies that I want, they get movies that they want, and everybody should theoretically be happy. And I think what shocked me the most is that it made some people more angry that it's not all of what their boxes are. I, 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 it's the, the most shocking thing to me is the idea that something as big as Star Wars, we want to fit into a tiny box. That's I, I, probably the biggest thing that I don't understand from fans who, who, who are on different sides of some of these issues that I am, that it, it seems like they want a smaller Star Wars. I, I hope it doesn't sound like I'm insulting anybody who, who is arguing that The Last Jedi isn't good, but I guess it's more that the, that... I don't know. The idea that The Last Jedi isn't good, therefore it shouldn't exist. Or the idea that The Last Jedi isn't what I wanted, therefore it should be stricken from the canon. I think The Last Jedi isn't what you wanted, that's fine, but it's what I wanted and what's, what, it's what other fans wanted. And I just hope, like this is my biggest, biggest fear with the future of Lucasfilm as they keep announcing these new projects with new directors and new ideas, that they don't get scared by the idea that a franchise like this has to be small. Yeah. Hey, uh, David, you, you've sure improved on your uh, talking ability since we last have that discussion. <laughs> I like well, it, dude. Can't get I, a word uh, in. I, well, you know, you, you, you talked to me that once when I had just started podcasting, and now I've kept it up that whole time, so I've gotten better. Hey, uh, before I let you, what did you make of, um, did you hear George Lucas's thoughts on what he wanted to do in the uh, sequel trilogy with the, uh, the Wills? I, I heard a little bit about it. I, I more saw uh, all the memes. I don't think I ever wa- read any of the original articles or watched any of the original videos or whatever. Uh, but based off of what I've seen, I, I got to be honest, like there's a part of me that's like, I'd be super interested to see that. I don't, I, I think, uh, I think it would have been interesting. I think it would have been different. It would have been ambitious. It it probably wouldn't have been great, but at the same time, like I always get, I there's there's always a part of me that gets bummed whenever a new idea doesn't see the light of day. No matter how ridiculous or insane it is, I always want to see more cool things get made. Who doesn't? Right Who on, doesn't? Right hey, uh, <laughs> reconnecting with us, David. I uh, I was actually thinking I, about I you. I was thinking about you the other day. It's like that. I was like, oh yeah, David, he'd know this would all just be uh, round two for uh, the dissing <laughs> of the movie. But uh, thanks so much. I'll, well, I'll I appreciate it as well. And I, I appreciate you helping to uh, foster a, a community. As I've been, as I've been finding my way myself more pushed out of a, uh, of a community that I, I, I thought was my own for 12 years. It's nice to find uh, some other uh, homes still stand. Mm-hmm. You're always welcome, David. You know that. <laughs> Thank you. Cheers, man. I'll talk to you soon, stranger. All right. Have a good one. Nice. I'm so glad David called back in. He, cool. uh, we had quite a time. I like his thoughts. And yeah. just to add to a little bit of that, I feel like uh, like things like George Lucas's Clone Wars and expanding the universe, mm-hmm. I think like to me as a person who read a lot of the books – I think that prepared me for the expanding of Star Wars that I am readily able to accept a lot of things when different and as far out there as The Last Jedi or Rebels or whatever it is. I like those sort of things, just like David. But I find it so strange that a lot of these people 
who read those books refuse yeah. new things. I think they got attached to like what was in the books. Right. Possibly, and, I think, and it's like that was the future. That was the sequel trilogy to them. Yeah. And I mean, I can see yeah. that too. But I just like, like part of that too was just the expanding of the universe yeah. mm. in a time when it wasn't expanding. Well, that's like and even. Now it is, and now you're mad, but have fun with it. <laughs> like with uh, like Rebels, like The Last Jedi, it was so crazy, like the ideas they put forth. Mm-hmm. That then when we had the finale of Rebels, yeah. and I knew it was going to be Mystic Force stuff, yeah. I felt like I I was stretched. I was ready for it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And I was like, yeah, it's wacky stuff happens in Star Wars. Because traditionally, I like my Star Wars very dry. Right, right. Like very realistic with then there's these Force users. And then once it's all sort of the Mystic, it's like that's not what I had in my head mm. after 1983. Yeah, yeah. But, but that's the problem with Star Wars. It's like, hey, I'm going to entertain you for six years, not tell you anything for 17, <laughs> and then I'll come back. So I'm going to leave you with a decade just to go off and you imagine what it's like. Do you know what I mean? I'll tell you one thing. Uh, the day that we went to the screening for The Last Jedi, mm-hmm. I had an event later that evening with Axel. We were doing like it was Star Wars night with the ducks or something like that. So oh, we did right, an yeah. event that night and the guys from SWU were there. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I saw them and they were like, Oh, you saw it this morning, right? Like you saw it. Like, can you say anything? And I was like, I just said, I said, I think this movie is gonna be as divisive as Rebels. And they kind of looked at me like, All right, that's a weird thing to say. And then a couple of days later, when they saw the movie, they were like, Yeah, I see what you mean. <laughs> yeah, it was so weird because I came out to start going, that was awesome. Everyone's yeah, gonna love this. Me too. Like- but I knew already people like yeah. th- I knew that things in that movie were like things that people don't like in Rebels. Yeah. Like yeah. things like just the weird and expanding things that I'm talking about happened in that movie, just like they happen in Rebels. And when they happen in Rebels, people are like, this is whack or whatever. So yeah. I knew that some people were going to be like, this is whack too. Because <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing was Ignite the Green mm-hmm. and me wanting Luke Skywalker to have the green lightsaber. Ooh, I like this story. The, the fact that he didn't <laughs> and that I was fine. I was like, oh, everyone's going to be fine with it because I was so emotionally yeah. invested in it. <laughs> but I was wrong. I was wrong. Um, last week, uh, Kelly Marie Tran going off Instagram. And I don't know. There's these people that won't accept that she left Instagram because of the, uh, the racial and the uh, sexually explicit abuse. Mm-hmm. And nothing except her going to their house and showing them the the messages, I think. Like, it's it's there. So Ryan Johnson, uh, Star Wars' Jason Ward, our buddy, tweeted Ryan Johnson. He had any news on it. And uh, he came back with, I don't want to speak for her. This is Ryan Johnson. I'm sure at some point she'll talk about it. But if anyone is honestly questioning whether her decision had anything to do with the constant present of... T- presence of toxic threats insults and abuse i mean really what more do you want yeah uh, pisses me off uh i i that sucks dude that really sucks that i i don't even like this happens so often and it's such a a widespread thing that and then you see the people that react to things like that and they're like, you're right. We shouldn't have yelled at her. She only did her part. We should be yelling at Ryan and threatening him. 
Oh, like God. it gets <laughs> dumber I, I when you try to introduce logic, and it pisses me off. I, I tweeted this thing that went along, like it got a lot of, it, it got me a lot of people angry at me. Basically, <laughs> <laughs> it was like, "Hey guys, just so you know, something like when you're standing up against like sexism and racism." You don't have to know. You don't have to give me your opinion or give anyone your opinion about like the twelfth credited person in an ensemble film. Like it's not like the. I didn't even. I hate last Jedi, but I think it's wrong. It's like just say it's wrong. Yeah, yeah. Like this is a problem with Star Wars fandom yeah. and fandom ego. Yeah. It, it, it's like I. Everyone feels like they need to have their opinions. Like, do you know what I mean? You see two people mm-hmm, playing mm-hmm. essentially in the sandpit and Twitter going, how about this? How about that? Like, I'll show you a tweet that I, like the, ne- the next one, which is this awesome uh, frame grab from The Last Jedi. And then someone has to chime in and go, it sucks. <laughs> because they can't, their ego, they, like, you can't be involved in every conversation on the internet and ch- like, it just, I just let it go. I don't understand why you go, okay, like, Say, if I hated Kelly Marie Tran because she acted in a movie that I didn't like the person she acted as, why would I follow her? (laughs) How about I just say, like, forget that movie and I will just watch episode six Mm. over and over and over and over and over and over. Cool. That's the rest of my life. Like, why, why go out of my way? So whenever she's like, hey, I'm hanging out with a cat today or whatever she was like, she was posting like, just like, hey, cool, I'm doing this thing. Hey, I'm over at Lucasfilm. Hey, this is my outfit. How is it that she's like, hey, this is my outfit today. It's a fun day in Hollywood. You sucked in The Last Jedi. Why is that even an option? Like in this weird digital world, I don't understand that's that's an option when you know you wouldn't say that to anybody in real life. You you know that. Why? Who are you? Why? <laughs> you hor- horrible person. Maybe not here in Southern California, but I think elsewhere people might say that. Dude, I am, I am from Texas. <laughs> it is metal as hell. <laughs> it's hot and it is metal and people are pissed. And then people are careful with what they say because they know people are going to throw hands. Yeah. <laughs> if you say something to somebody's face, you might catch hands. Why? Well, my, my entire knowledge this is from Stone Cold Steve Austin, so I, I would be treading very lightly in that area. I like where this is going. Yeah, it's good. He's a Texas rattlesnake. Awesome. Okay. Um, I just – John Boyega tweeted out. This is pretty good. John Boyega. So let's – like um, so many creators and actors are tweeting out about this. Like maybe there's a hint that they're all tweeting about the same topic. Right, you know what I mean? right. Uh, John Baker tweeted. Sorry? Maybe they know. Yeah. Such a mystery to be unsolved. <laughs> if you don't like all the characters, understand that these are decision makers, that there are makers, and that harassing actors and actresses do nothing. You're entitled to politeness. Oh, so you're not entitled to politeness when your approach is rude, even if you paid for a ticket. So this is the thing about the customer is always right. Uh huh. It's time. If you like the four Star Wars films that came out, okay. My advice would be, it's time to pack it in. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's it's been bought by this company, 
And whether Kathleen Kennedy like stays at the head of Lucasfilm, I hope she does. But if she doesn't, it's still owned. Like Bob Iger's the dude making, you know, the major decisions. They're not going to flush out the entire company of creatives at Lucasfilm. It's not going to happen. It could be just time to go, I love those other six. Let's just hang with them. Let's go find out what's happening on what other franchise. What's that one they're all to? The, the Expanse. People love oh, The yeah. Expanse. Yeah. So good. Watch Westworld. Like, it's awesome. Yeah. Like, remember when, like, Dance Mom's starting getting a little bad? And then you just, like, I just don't need to watch it anymore. <laughs> just do that. Now more than ever, it's important to support the independent Star Wars voices that you enjoy. Whether you've enjoyed a podcast from myself or my many other Star Wars podcasting peers, take a couple seconds to pod it forward. Take it from me, after hours and hours of episode preparation, it is really rewarding and satisfying to see someone spread the word. I normally pin the latest episode to the top of my Twitter and Facebook pages, making it really easy for you to find a link to share. It's really quick, it's really easy, and it really works. Thanks so much, and enjoy the rest of the episode. <sighs> Let's go. We've got uh, a Patreon support all the way in Ohio. We've got King Tom on the line. What's going on, Tom? What up? Yeah. <laughs> Hello, Jess, Alan, Steele. First of all, thank you for having me on, and thank you for everything that you, you guys do. You're all wonderful to follow on Twitter and the, the you know Rebel Girl, and now this is podcasting and Steel Wars. So thanks for doing this. She's Tom. Um, I, I did, Anything for you, I did talk a little Oh, thanks. Call for you. Um, and thanks for getting the location right uh, this time, Steele. I'm not, not in Australia anymore. Yeah. No, how about you? Just get to the question. <laughs> get to the comment. Uh, uh, okay. A few things about the mic. You should be mistaken that you're <laughs> bloody Australia. It's a great country. Back in! On the show! <laughs> Go for it, I wish I was some days. Um, first, my, my question, steal about the, the microbes is directed at, at you. Um, my, my, uh, George Lucas is... Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. George Lucas's microbes. Do they blink? And if so, does it make a noise? Dick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if anything else blinks, just as long as Ewoks don't. <laughs> Sal just blinked. I was fine with it. He's right, I did. <laughs> it's just the Ewoks. <laughs> but yeah. it's something like it's something I understand, but I'm happy. It's fine. You don't want to burn hold Disney on, down? Hold on. <laughs> who, who would you tweet your anger at to be like, you suck for me, Fox Blink, stupid creative person who did that? Who's your ILM? Way to ruin my childhood making Ewoks Blink hashtag I lies. I don't know where I was going. No, no, make Ewoks never again. That's, yeah, that's the red hat I need to Bring make. back open eyes forever. Yeah. <laughs> Dry-eyed Ewoks. Yeah. <laughs> Bring back Clockwork Orange Ewoks. Yeah. Yes. 
I love that scene. Yeah, we drop the drops in. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. like, "Do you want a snack or eye drops?" Yeah, that's why they wear the hood, the dust. Away. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's like pretty it. good. But yeah, I'm happy. Anything yeah. else to blink, Tom? <laughs> Just naughty. Okay. Just naughty. So microbes is okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this this whole microbe thing. I think it's pretty well established that George has a habit of retconning the way that he comes up with things. Well, yeah, but like, I, I, I wouldn't find it hard to believe if 30 years ago, George wrote four or five words down on a cocktail napkin. And then now he claimed, and I love George, but now he claims that, oh, I had a script written for episode 12 and it's those four or five words on a cocktail napkin. You know, he's had a lot of ideas. Many of them are great. But when when does it get to be a point, because he's not really, you know, in charge of Star Wars anymore, but when when do we get to that point where we say, well, okay, it was just an idea of George's. It was never going to happen. They're not ever going to go to it. Because I do think that a lot of people are taking this microbe idea. And he's even said that this won't work. I think, you know, I, I was reading an, a, an article written a long time ago and he, and he said that a lot of his ideas for, you know, 10, 11 and 12, if he ever made them, people wouldn't go see these movies. Obviously he was talking about the microbes. Um, but when do we, you know, how do we get people to realize, okay, this isn't what star Wars is going to be. Real quick. Can you clarify what the microbes thing? I missed something. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> Drop some knowledge. I, I feel like I'm most qualified, Tom. Um, basically, I bu- I believe from what I've read in this in this Cameron um, interview that he was doing, where he said he really wanted to see where the force came from. He he name dropped the wills, and I think it was kind of tied in with what we saw in Mortis. But basically, look at the force not just on a, a midi-chlorian level, but whatever level is smaller than that. And mm-hmm. I think that a lot of people, I think he once said something like he wants a future version of Star Wars to be like the last 10 minutes of 2010, a space odyssey, very trippy, very artsy. So I think people are thinking like this inner space, that this 80s movie where I shrunk and went into Meg Ryan's bloodstream and Dennis Quaid. Finally. Um, so it would be like a microscopic movie. I think that was my interpretation of it, but Do I could be think? totally wrong. I, yeah, it gets weird. Yeah, it was so it was confusing whether it was going to get microscopic or it was. I don't know. It was. It was to me. It's delectably vague. Like it was so delicious. It, it was sounded like, like he was going to do it, but it also didn't sound to me like yo, we're going to get small with this movie. Yeah, <laughs> like it just sounded like hey, we're going to address. These small things, <laughs> like <laughs> small. And I tell you something that, <laughs> like, I, I've we've all had our issues with George Lucas, The Rock. <clears throat> What's that Rock doing in front of R two D two on the Blu ray? <laughs> you guys, get in there. This out. Check this out. This is on my little thing here. It's my little vintage R two D two that I've had since a little boy, mm-hmm. and see this. Diorama because I love I love collecting things that frustrate me about Star Wars, and the rock in front of R two D two on the Blu Ray is just like what like not 
Why? How? How did you come up with an idea? Like there's all this, it's this crazy space film with all these cities and, you know, aliens and stuff. And then you see that R2-D2 thing, like the scene where Ben Kenobi like saves Luke from the Tusken Raiders. Mm -hmm. And you like go, we need to get a rock in here. Can we get, can we call up something? Oh no, let's get him on the phone. What do you got in digital rock? So this rock actually from the canyon where um, R2-D2 rolls down That's in nice. Star Wars, a real rock to act as the CGI rock. <laughs> and that's what Star Wars fandom wow. is about, is just facing how crazy. Some real sets, practical effects. Mm -hmm. Practical yeah. rock? This is <laughs> yeah. That's from, um, from Death Valley. Have you been out there before, Sal? I have not. Dude. I was thinking about it. Go out Especially there, since karate. I've been jealous of your, uh, seeing your R2 out there. Yeah, man. Uh, not very long ago. Walked up to Jabba's Palace. It was, it was oh, dope. Man, that sounds cool. It was pretty sick. It was pretty sick. Um, but yeah, so we've all had our issues with George Lucas. But what I love, especially about George Lucas, is he's like going, oh, this is my idea for the next three films. Uh, that's what I would have made if I could have. And everyone would have hated it. But I was going to make it. Because mm -hmm. that's what he wants to make. Like none of yeah, like, yeah. like this whole like listen to the fans. Like George Lucas never like you know like apart from like maybe like Django Fett like yeah. you know like Boba Fett got so big but it, it isn't didn't... that like peak success just to make whatever you want to make you get to the point where you have enough funding and money of your own company well, like well, I think it's, it's, it's an artist yeah it's like I let me make whatever I want to make yeah. without you know any financial concern so that's definitely like one of my favorite things about Lucas stuff yeah Especially like, and I think a lot of that comes out in the Clone Wars where yeah. he's just like, yeah, these are going to be mortis gods and that's what it is. <laughs> Wait, what is Yoda doing? There are these priestesses and they're going to show him the pathway to immortality and that's what it is. Also Jar Jar and Mace Windu going to be best friends also, by the end of this. Also Jar Jar has a girlfriend. Jar Jar has a girlfriend, dude. Jar Jar's dating a queen. Yeah. That queen. That Clone Wars, is it season six? Yeah, that one? Mission, that one. That episode has no right to be that good. Dude, it's so awesome. It is so, it, like... Jar Jar hooking up with Mace Windu as the wingman. It sounds like a horrible. It is a buddy cop movie. It's so dope. But it's also Indiana Jones reason. And then he's with the queen. And isn't that the? And they're riding through through the desert on ostriches or something. Yeah, yeah. I love. I feel like Mace Windu at the end of that episode where he's like, "I think I'm finally starting to understand you." <laughs> like even Mace, they write Mace Windu. Us. Yeah. <laughs> like Mace Windu's like, dude, you're all right. Like, and I really dig that. Like, that's cool. Yeah. And like, you know, I know <laughs> you're not the biggest fan, but I think things like bringing back Darth Maul, no, this is what we're doing. Yeah. I'm doing it and this is it. All right. Here we are. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, like, I don't know. I, I kind of think if I agreed with everything, I'd be bored. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I sort of like. Absolutely. Like, I enjoy the. The sane discourse. Yeah. When it's sane. Sane. It's yeah. important. I, I really enjoy that. Uh, anything else to leave us before you go, Tom? No, I, I was just, just to kind of add with what you said, you know, you don't have to agree with anything. And it's it's good when you could say, hey, there's something I don't like. And that's okay. Because that's what being a, a, a human Reasonable. being with a, a, an ounce of maturity is all about. Yeah. So... Oh much for having me my pleasure tom it's also about being rational enough to realize it's a film yeah much love king 
<laughs> See you, King. Go polish yep. your crown, buddy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll talk to you guys Got later. Me, okay. See ya. If anyone can work out that euphemism, uh, that Don't would be it. fantastic. Oh my god. Hey. <laughs> so um, this, right. The the first one's a bit topical stuff. This one is sick. I'm not sure if um we'll be able to get this on screen or not. We're going to work on this whole screen thing. Our, our production. If you, if you saw last ago's episode, and, and and if you're a Patreon, we we put up the uh, pilot episode for the patrons, and from the pilot to this, huge difference. So we're, we're nice. still gonna we're still gonna improve. Uh, Rashad's like he doesn't like the uh, uh Rashad. Forest Show's party. not over, man. <laughs> Let's let's, let's 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 not jinx ourselves. It's going well though. No, I mean just the production. Oh yeah, the sweet. thing here. The step and repeat. I'm eleven out of ten. It's beautiful, dude. After this, I'll get a photo with you in front of that. Please, yeah. Will you take one with me. Oh, Arm stand and steel. That's to touch. Mike that's, that's twenty dollars extra. Sorry. <laughs> well, I could hover hand. It's the thought that counts. <laughs> yeah. Still gonna look weird. Um, but yes, if you got this up, Rashad can. Give- all right, this is awesome. So, uh, Twitter user who previously I was not involved with. Oh, sorry, can't you see that one down there? I thought you'd be able to see that. Sorry. I, I mean, I can kind can. of. <laughs> can you get that one, Jess? Okay, I can see. Awesome. Yeah. Let's lean it up as it directions now. <laughs> <laughs> as I said, with some things to work out, you get the sweet screen. Sure, no one can see it, but uh, who cares? Uh, but this one's mirroring. And, you know, I I love Star Wars Ring Theory as much as I like to make fun of Star Wars Ring Theory. Some of it is just the best, most perfect things, and, and some of it's... Some of it is yourself. a dude in a cockpit flying a ship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like, um, uh, Mike Klimo, I like, have full respect for. Like, great Star Wars fan, and, and I think it's a, you know, you, you can respect it without agreeing with it all. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. this one from The Last Jedi sick, mirroring, and this is from... Uh, Joy, Joystick Chevron on Twitter. Do you know what that is? No. Joystick Chevron? No. It's from the Afro comic and it's really awesome. You have to give me more information. It is Afra makes an Imperial friend and she doesn't give her real name. She calls her Joystick Chevron. Really? Yeah. I so knew that's, that. That's uh, a, <laughs> yeah. 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 If you're not YouTubing in this, that sucks for you. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. But uh, it features Mark Hamill in back. It's like the Dagobah cave and him holding the lightsaber shocked after Darth Vader's uh, face explodes into Luke Skywalker. And then it's like the exact same shot with the green lightsaber with the flashback um, with Luke and Kylo. And then the second shot is that um, iconic shot of Luke Skywalker's face looking back from Darth Vader's helmet in the cave on Dagobah. And then the corresponding mirrored image with that is young Kylo's like petrified look, thinking that his um, uncle's going to cut him up, which may or may not have happened. But that's dope. I dope. love that yeah. stuff. I love that stuff. And I also like people with really cool, obscure Star Wars references as their Instagram name. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> So, rock on, Joy. Did you guys pick up um, Matt Martin put me onto this? No, was it was it Matt or Bulger? But one of the Lucasfilm guys tweeted out. I think it was Bulger. But um, the Carbonite reference in Solo. 
It's good. Oh, I think I missed it. I think it I is missed it too. Good. So the next time you watch it and he's having the fight with Chewbacca. <laughs> yes, I saw it. I know what you're talking about now. No, you can't change your answer. I did. You already said. Done. No. You said you didn't see it. Shh, I want to hear. It doesn't okay. count. It doesn't count. <laughs> In my head, I'm awesome right now. Oh, I want why, to be. Why don't you go over to Rashad's I knew microphone? Where... <laughs> Dude, me and Rashad are tight right now. All I got to do is this. He knows what's up. I, I want an I, I knew that on sticker on this microphone. We got to get that for the next show. Okay. Hold it sideways. That, that'll be great. For... I knew that. Oh, my God. Dude, you're not on camera. No one's going to see that. I love it. Touche. See, next episode, he'll be like, oh, no one can see the sticker. Can we get a camera on me? No, yeah. give him like one of those little antennas that he can like, just stretch out in front of the camera. Be like, I knew that. Do, 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 and then fade away. Like a selfie stick? Yeah. Okay. I like it. Yeah. I was thinking antenna because for some reason I'm 80s with cars. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, selfie stick works. Okay. Tight, yeah, tight. Um, get on that, y'all. I have no idea. Oh, we're talking about like, what? <laughs> See, this is the problem. Normally, I'm the master. When you guys go into business, myself, <laughs> I, don't, I don't like this at all. That's what so, have me on the show. Thing, Han, in the pit. Right. And towards the end of the, it's when they're fake fighting. Towards the end of the fight, he throws him into the mud, and he's half engulfed in the mud with his hands oh, up, exactly yeah. like. Okay, of a night. It's like now. a side shot. It's it's like the same angle as. When the carbonite slab like hits the ground. Down, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think it's actually like right before he starts talking Shrewook. Really? I think it is, because that's where he's under going under and he's like and then he stops. Ah. And he's like, Yeah, that's right. I know a little I think that's oh, okay. It is. In my head I thought they'd um yeah. already decided to fake fight. But I love like just bizarre like yeah, you know, when you see like Slave One the same way in Attack of the Clones, the Empire Truck Fact, you just like Oh yeah, it just takes off the same. Like to me, it's sort yeah, of like, yeah. is that like a sweet callback, or you're just shooting it exactly I mean, the same that's way? Just, is that just how the that's ship just the way it's shot? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's like you know uh, how you're saying like it's just a dude in the cockpit. Like sometimes yeah, you see yeah, like, yeah. oh, yeah, that's it's like my, yeah. Kylo Ren in a cockpit and then like Darth Vader in a cockpit. It's like, yeah. how else can you shoot that? Yeah. It's <laughs> <a cockpit. laughs> There's over the shoulder, there's hands on a targeting computer, and there's like looking up at a dude in a small cramped space. That's that's all there is. Now, this is my last little tweet of the week. And this is from a Twitter account called Perfect SW Shots. And it's Star Wars the First Ones, 2015, uh, director of photography, director JJ Abrams. And I I chose this one to close it out on with the tweets. Because remember when we first saw that that shot, and we were just a hundred percent goosebump, yeah. pure joy. So Star Wars has been pretty good to us, guys. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you like, as someone that feel like you have more ownership of Star Wars because you you know bought a Shizel figure in mm-hmm. the nineties. Do you know what I mean? That's great, but it's. You should be thanking, like, I'm grateful for stuff entertaining me in the 90s. I don't don't feel like they owe me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I just want people to remember when they announced these films are coming back and when we saw this trailer with this amazing shot, the crashed uh, X-Wing and, uh, yeah, sorry, I should should describe stuff for the people listening audio. It's the shot of Ray coming across Jakku 
um, with the crashed X-Wing and the giant Star Destroyer in the background. Very uh, iconic now. But let's just try to remember how grateful we were that Star Wars was back. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We, were, we were happy yeah. that Mary Hart um, line was, was back in vogue. And so grateful. And I don't know, if, if you're sort of bummed on Star Wars and the direction, just pick the things that you like of it and 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 try to remember, I don't know, I just feel like people's dissatisfaction with the film has been co-opted by something far more evil than yeah. like people are using other people's like their upset feelings about the way the last Jedi ended or what happened in it. They're co-opting that for their cause. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. And it was quite disturbing because I'm used to the language, the SJW, the cucks, the soy, all that sort of stuff. That was new. I had to learn. <sighs> when you have to have when you have to ask Jason to explain things to you, <laughs> it gets weird. Well, this is the thing with these people. They need to take releases. It's yeah. like we're gonna start using this word now. Here's why you should be offended. Yeah, you know I, mean? I was liking tweets and then I was like, oh it's like just kidding. I'm I'm on rice milk any, anyway, guys. So you know, so I mean I got soy sauce, so what you <laughs> soy sauce is yeah. Chinese yesterday, what you want? That is a great site. There is actually I have to say this is um YouTube account called Internet Etiquette. I think if you type in Internet Etiquette and Soy Boys, it's this dude, it it's the funniest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Especially when like all bullshit is just like, oh to I'm watch sorry. someone just rip it it's and, the best but you don't have these tweets available for us no it's a video oh okay okay excellent Lose on the attitude, youtube buddy. okay Lose hey, the hey. Lose you're the running the show buddy okay all right stop pointing stop pointing <laughs> don't tell me how to live my life <laughs> um go to 714 who are you and where are you calling from 714 yeah code All right, we'll put you back on hold and we'll go to 707. Who are you and where are you calling from? Uh, hello? Hi. Hey, hey, Phil. I'm Robert from Windsor, California. Hey, Robert. What's going on? Hey, I just want to, you know, there's there's so many, uh, there's so much heavy, so many heavy um, topics that, that get, to start, get discussed. I just wanted to bring up a, a, a very minor grievance that I have, if, if that's okay. Minor very, grievances very minor. are my favorite in this day and age, Robert. Yeah. All right. So it's the overuse of a certain actor for miscellaneous characters. And that actor is Robin Atkin Downs. You might remember him from the Clone Wars. He was the aptly named Jedi. I'm a Gundy. Um, he was... For the Twi'leks. The Republic, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I only so, recognize yeah, him from uh, Metal Gear. Same episode. Yeah, he's yeah, from Metal he's Gear, there. played Kazuhiro Miller. Yeah, um, and and he, he's in a lot of stuff. Um, and he was Rush Clovis. Gotcha. Also. Yeah, so he 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 played a good good variety of characters, mm-hmm. and so ever since Rogue One, I, I keep noticing his voice as all kinds of random people and it's distracting <laughs> it's honestly a little distracting to me like what do you um, mean like what's people like like people on the streets because okay, that could just I be a, you I, 
He just hangs out with Rob. He just lives. You live in the same neighborhood. I, I wrote this down. So uh, let's see. Oh, Robert, Robert. Can, can, I, I, Robert, I'm praying that you're like Lady at Wendy's. Hold person on. on the phone. Like just random people. You're convinced this, is this, be guy. Like, this is going to be like the head BT15 is outdated or something. It's going to be all that stuff. <laughs> Who, who's your list? Well, the, na the name, well, it's, um, well, these are the various people, various random people he's played across, at least since Rogue One. Mm -hmm. um, so this is male Imperial officer. Do you remember on Jetta, there was a little hologram head of Bodhi Rook? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he's the guy that says, citizens of Jetta, you must come forward with the location of this missing cargo pilot mm -hmm. or order 600 credits for the information shall be awarded. That guy. And then he played Navigator, said, course set for Edu, sir, to Director Craddock. He then said, Director, we need to evacuate as one of the random officers on Edu when the place got bombed. I could have said that. And then he was also a couple other officers I have said that. in Rogue One. Really? But Do you think he's playing too many roles or you have just got amazing hearing? <laughs> I, I, I th Yeah, I mean, I think he's just playing too too many roles mm. um it, like i just feel like you know i i know there's issues with like unions and contracts but i feel like it'd be cool if you just you know like send a send a call out to some fans that have you know pretty good mics and there's you know, <laughs> say, um, you know we, we have rebels in sector <laughs> three through seven i don't know you know yeah uh, i kind of like i i see where you're going you know you can get a fan to do it but i, I kind of think that I don't know. It just opens a a, a pot of like I I think they should just keep it. They get all those voice characters in from Rebels and stuff to do like all the Stormtrooper yeah, voices and keep stuff. Keep it in the family. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and then he plays a I think a couple speeder pilots in the Last Jedi. Right. Um, you know, on Canto Bight, saying miscellaneous things. We've got them. There they are. That kind of thing. Interesting. Um, and then he's in Solo a good bit. He is, I think, is one of the first voices you hear in Solo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is <laughs> yeah, he's he's one of the first voices you hear in Solo. When the screen is black, he's he plays at least one of the thugs that's chasing Han. Oh, okay. On Corellia. So you, you hear him yelling. Are you looking up credits, or you just have like amazing <laughs> like you? This person's just like you're just well tuned to this guy. Like, are you just working this out? I know. Like, yeah. I'm just in like I'm not so interested in how many roles this guy's played, but I, I feel like you might be one of the original X Men, and you've got some. Um, you're, you're like hero, the the guy that can hear anything. But uh, like, how do you have <laughs> picking up the X Men? I like it. The hero. now I'm with it. So are you, are you, are you all by ear? Yeah, this is all like pretty wow. well attuned to his voice. What do you do for uh, work? I guess. Uh, what was that? What do you do for a job? Oh, what do I do for a job? Yeah. I, I work at Goodwill. Oh, that's very... Uh, I don't commendable. think you're utilizing your full, full potential, buddy. Yeah, you should get I into... I think you have a really good future in uh, professional hearing. Yeah, in hearing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, you gotta also... you got to get on the hearing circuit. Very profitable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before Steel stops me, okay, who is he in yeah. Metal Gear Solid? It, it's Liquid Snake, right? <laughs> Damn it, we were uh, too slow. Well, yeah, there were there were the three clones of Big Boss. Um, you know, yeah, I mean, I, I think it comes president. primarily from, I was a fan of the video game series Metal Gear Solid. 
and uh, Robert Atkin Downs plays a pretty uh, prominent character in that, so I heard his voice a lot. And then I'd hear, watching Clone Wars, I'd hear him, you know, he played Amagundi and Champs and Dula and Rush Clovis. To be fair, so I, I, I could not I, tell I that was him as Amagundi. Did not sound anything like <laughs> well, Rush they, Clovis. They his voice down. But he still they, sounded they dope, and I would not have down. been able to professionally hear that. You have a talent, sir. So, sorry, Robert. Can you Thank just you. can you just refresh me? What's his voice actor's name again? Robin Atkin Downs. Robin Atkin Downs. Well, too. Robin. I recognize the name. I know you're watching <laughs> or listening. If you're listening, you can't see me pointing at the camera like this. Very um, with authority, but you're on notice, mate. No more work. I want you to become so unemployed that you need to go see Robert at Goodwill and then Robert can feel really guilty that he put you in this. Imagine how bad you're going to feel when you hear that. <laughs> if this white 50% off today. What have you done, Robert? What have you done? This is a horrible fictional Sorry, world Robert. we created. Uh, I screwed him over. I'll buy all his action figures with I'm a Gundy and Rush Clovis. <laughs> <laughs> I know a guy who's doing the costume. Oh, really? The I'm a gun day. Okay. Uh, Robert, I'm, I'm fascinated by the complaint, and I'm impressed <laughs> that you have the ability to have it. Yeah, I think you know what I mean? speaks for all of us. Mm. Yeah. Thank you. And I hope, I hope anyone that, that – I hope they feel my pain. If anyone on rewatches of those movies, I hope they hear his voice and, and get slightly distracted by it. Yeah, you – um, my pain. Are you a Patreon by any chance? What a strange wish to inflict. Are you uh, a... No, I'm not. Not uh, at the okay. moment, but ha I, I think I will. Okay. Are, are, you on, um, are, you, are you on Twitter? Yes, I am on Twitter. Okay. Send me, send me, let me know who you are on Twitter, and I'll DM you one of our Patreon shows. It's called The Robbo Report. Very ironic that you're both Robbos. But um, I, I think you're in his brand of nitpicking. It, it's, I, I think, he, like, like it sounded like him, like that's something like the multiple voices that he would, like it would agitate him into a very humorous state. So uh, send us a DM and I'll, I'll hook you up one of those episodes to test out. What if he becomes a patron and then he gets mad because he hears Robin Atkin, Atkin Downs on all of your episodes <laughs> bonus content? I'm going to get him to do some <laughs> do some. <laughs> Too much sizzle. I, every time you have a sizzle, I hear Robin Atkins now. Nice. Hey, uh, Robert, thanks for calling in. Really appreciate it. All right. Thanks, Phil. Nice. Uh, if you do to uh, call in chat, it is 646-668-8360. Rashad, you have a comment. Uh, we have a request to go back to 714. Really? Why? Uh, the boss is on the line. Mm. Okay. Emily? No. This is Jason? The other boss. The other boss. boss. The real boss. The big boss. Okay. Hi. Big boss. 714. Hi. It's Amanda. Oh, hi, Amanda. How are you? Doing <laughs> okay? Yeah. Yeah, I'm holding up. Uh, got lots of nice medication and a comfy couch. So I'm good. Do you have um any excess medication? <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Okay. Did you happen to um, hear Robin Atkin Downs I, in your in your hospital visit at any time? <laughs> just curious. Oh my gosh! Why was that guy so like put off by hearing that guy? I just 
Listen, listen, lady. You're the one <laughs> that dissed Yoda's ears in Empire Strikes Back. So just step off. With, you don't like, know about this gift. <laughs> you don't know this curse. You should be accepting of bizarre things to criticize, young lady. All right, I'll work on it. <laughs> <laughs> We're Good. preaching acceptance. I, I, I don't. To be honest, I don't like your chances. But it's, it's, yeah, it's right. why we love you. It's why we love you. <laughs> but I just wanted to say that you guys are doing great. Um, even Rashad is wonderful, even though we can't see him. Thanks, Amanda. <laughs> I can see him for us. <laughs> just Jerry the cat grow. has walked through a couple times. I know you're excited about that. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure if he's in shot. But, but, uh, no, I don't think he is. No, he popped in here a couple times. Oh, yeah, I don't think he's in no. shot. Right there. Okay, Jerry. Jerry. Sal, put your fingers out. He'll come to you. Okay. Are you sure? Uh, what's on your mind uh, apart from um, dancing with unicorns or wherever it's those working. It's working. drugs are It's doing. working. <laughs> oh, I, I came in a few minutes late, so I'm not sure if you guys already covered it, but I wanted to know like what you guys thought about the cryptic um, Star Wars Twitter tweets that have been exploding today. Like, I literally woke up from surgery and Jason was like, ah, oh, blah, 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 this thing. And I was like, huh, what? <laughs> and then Twitter is just in the same mess. So I don't know. What are you we didn't clean up Twitter. That's for sure. The, are you mean Jason's yeah. cryptic tweet or yeah. cryptic tweets? Um, well, I think a few people have done them. I think, uh, yeah, I think it's, it's not just Jason, but a lot of people are just saying like, oh, there's Star Wars news. But we don't know what it is yet. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I need to I need to ask Jason what I'm allowed to say. <laughs> I mean, that's certainly the definition of a yeah. cryptic tweet. <laughs> yes. But um, knowing what I know, I think that all these people that have campaigned against Star Wars might get their way in the way they least want. Okay, so now we're cryptic like, live streaming? Yeah, I don't know. Jason <laughs> to okay. ring. So, let's just not even, I mean, not even go into like what it could possibly mean. I just like the idea that people that are fans of Star Wars, fans of Disney Star Wars like Jason, are tweeting about cryptic news and that it's driving those people who are campaigning against everything Disney Star Wars absolutely crazy because they don't know what it is. Because you would assume, you know, it's something great, a new announcement, whatever. I just really like that they don't know what's going on right now. It's been fun. I like that I'm 95% sure it's not Bring Back Legends. <laughs> I'm right? 98 yeah. Bring it up a little, buddy. Yeah. 99.9? Mm. A little more. I really like that AC Crispin trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That's still wonderfully taken care of in my garage. Tight. Um, where is Jason Amanda? He's next door working with Randy. Really? Yeah. Tell him I'm in yeah. a very bad mood with him. Oh, never mind. I was going to do the, like, working. Uh, they, they might put out five podcasts this week, so. I want, I want to unravel the cryptic. Um, anything else on your mind? Okay. 
No, I just wanted to say hi. So you guys are doing a great job. I'm really enjoying it. Nice. Hi, Amanda. And I uh, hope you're feeling a lot better. Yeah, so far so good. Nice. Thank you. Enjoy your bra. Well soon. <laughs> well soon. Get Brandon over there, dude. Right, Have him bring your toys. We'll talk to you later. See ya. Bye. Okay. And you can hear Amanda Ward with you, Space Jess, on the Rebel Girl. Yes, you can. Rebel Squirrels! Uh, we will get back to the call shortly, and we'll also check in with Emily Lind in the chat room. And uh, then we'll cut off the mainstream that people can watch, and then we'll record a little bit of Patreon bonus. We'll, uh, we'll go through the chat and calls, mop it up, and uh, that's for our beloved patrons. But how about this? Some news, you guys. Um, our friends at Fanfortracks are reporting Billy D. Williams is back for episode nine as Lando Carissian. And Fanfortracks, you know, it's a pretty new website, but with mm -hmm. a great pedigree. Uh, Mark Newbold, formerly of JediNews.uk, has been in the game for a long time and they've had. Um, some pretty good little scoops with the names of, like the code names of films and uh, that sort of stuff. It's always turned out to be right. Um, they recently had the report about Kenobi, yeah. which um, may have been right and turned out to be wrong in the end, but it was right at the time. <laughs> Who knows? Um, but uh, they say, exactly. We were asked by original verify this with another independent source before we ran with it. We did that confirming that this is indeed correct. And before anyone asked, we're not going to name our sources because that's not how this works. <laughs> <laughs> Silly people. Uh, filming on episode and starts next month. So we expect to see a, an official confirmation of this exciting casting very soon. Yes. How cool will that be to have Lando back? I, I didn't think it would happen because I just thought maybe his acting days on screen may have uh, wrapped up, but what do you think, Sal? I mean, I, I would love to see it. Mm -hmm. Can't wait to see what they do with him. I'm sure wherever he fits will work because I'm sure it's not, I'm sure it's well thought out. I'm sure it's not just a like, hey, uh, can he do what Robin Atkin Downs was going to say? <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure they got something real good, you know. <laughs> oh, wait, I, I just want to, uh, Robert. Robert, are you still on the line? Robert. He's gone. He might be um, on the line because it, it's like 10 seconds different or something like that. Um, but I would love to know if um, <laughs> if that guy did fill in for Lando, how he would deal with it. But uh, that's very exciting. And uh, this is another thing, a little, a little tip pick that I picked up around the traps, that uh, we might be looking at a Star Wars Resistance uh, announcement for Comic Con. Oh, gets me excited. In uh, well, isn't shortly, it, isn't it coming out like in this fall? In this fall, yeah, yeah. It's like no, well, a panel announcement. Ah, oh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Right on. Possibly with uh, preview uh, content because I remember before we even knew each other, mm -hmm. uh, we were both at that Rebels premiere at San Diego Comic Con in 2014. 14. Yep. And they had the panel in, mm -hmm. in sort of like a medium size. It wasn't like a H or a, what was the other one? That's really big 22 or whatever. Yeah. It wasn't in like the ballroom. Yeah. It, it was, was like, like in a, yeah. maybe like a thousand was, seat or something. It's pretty big. And then, you know, they we went over little code cards. I like those. Yes. They <laughs> actually had good, good little 
that that folder with all the fold out yeah, like art yeah. pieces that that, yeah. that, was, that was some quality was merchandise cool. I was handing out there. And then they had the um the screening at um the cinema in San Diego. So mm-hmm. it'd be awesome to um to be able to watch the new episode or the first episode or a scene or something at Comic Con. So I would love that. Fingers crossed that next month will be um I'm, I'm I I'm looking forward to partly because I've seen nothing of it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And just like there's this whole world that they've made that they're going to dish out to us. So it's very, very exciting. I like, obviously I like, I'm a fan of the animated series, but one of the things that I like of the animated series, because I think that's something that George taught is doing stuff without fear mm-hmm. and just doing what you're going to do. Yeah. So I like that, uh, you know, Filoni and his team definitely try to do that and not make for the fans stuff. They just do what they're going to do and they have confidence and trust themselves with the story. And I like that we get new and original content. Hmm. It even gets a little weird and crazy. Nice. Yeah. And I'm going to fly out to my car on my heli saber. Peace. So what we wrap up the uh, main part of the show. Uh, Thanks so much for watching or listening. You can watch or listen every two weeks. We'll be doing this on Monday nights. And then if we get the Patreons up to a certain level, it's one of the bonus things. And then we'll do it every week and uh, cover stuff thoroughly. Hard to do it every two weeks. So much stuff. Then calls, tangents. This is a lot. It's hard to fit in tangents, you guys. I really think we have a lot more to discuss about Robin Atkin Downs. <laughs> well, so I can't wait till we get to the uh, bonus. Content yeah, we're going to handle that in, in the bonus show. So if you do, if you still want to call in and get on the bonus show, it is uh, 646-668-8360. If you're watching live on YouTube, a new live stream will start very shortly. If you're listening on Blog Talk Radio, it will just continue on. But if you're on demand, they'll be cut up into little sections and uh, if you want to become a patron you can listen to what we're doing in the bonus section Sal Perales let the good people know where they can uh, track you down on the internet uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Sal I Make Music we have a Facebook page for the Rogue Rebels and also we do stuff at therogrebels.com and I'm always talking for four hours usually <laughs> at now this is podcasting Star Wars Podcast Network uh. Space Jess, where you at? I am at Space Jess with four S's on Twitter. Um, you're going to have to hunt for me on Instagram. I'm not giving that out freely, <laughs> but I'm not hard to find. Uh, and then I am on the Rebel Girl podcast on the Making Star Wars podcast network. That, nice. sounded, like a, uh, that sounded like cryptic sizzle. <laughs> Very cryptic sizzle. Uh, Rashad, have you got anything to uh, let the good people know? About me? All right, that's <laughs> a no. <laughs> Uh, that will come it's too late for that, buddy. Emily Lind, are you there? I am here. All right. We're going to get into the uh, the chat room in the bonus section, but where can the good people of the internet uh, track down your podcast? They can find it by looking for the Canto Bite Dispatch on any of the various podcatchers or on SoundCloud, and you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Canto Bite Pod. Nice. So. We'll be back in two weeks. You can uh, tweet us. Help spread the word. The more people that listen to this, the uh, more often we'll be able to do it pretty much. That's how it works. Uh, Hashtag chat. Thank you guys so much. And until we go to the bonus section, may that force be with you.
this podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. If you're after more Star Wars listening, please check out the Making Star Wars podcast network at makingstarwars.net, where you can find such great podcasts as Blue Harvest, First Order Transmissions, Idiots Array, Making Star Wars Now This Is Podcasting, Podcast 2187, Rebel Girl, Rogue One, Tarkin's Top Shelf, The Cargo Hold, and The Sith List. So that's planetbroadcasting.com and makingstarwars.net. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com.